All right, thank you for tuning back in to Paying for Attention. Today, we are going to be talking about the number one metric e-commerce brands need in order to scale. I'm Daniel Dannenberg, and I'm here with our host, Keegan Brown. So let's get things going. Let's talk about the number one metric e-commerce brands need in order to scale. What are some of the most important factors that we're seeing um, in growing e-commerce brands? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we're going to be talking about a couple, but uh, I think one of the most important ones, and it's one that, you know, we, we speak to, to hundreds of e-commerce brands over the last, you know, a few years, and lifetime value is something that I think brands still need to know, understand, and utilize uh, to really scale their their brands. Um, and so today we're just going to be talking about why it's important, how to do it, and how to grow your revenue once you have it. Cool. So tell us a little bit more, um, you know, especially about like brands that have a lot of products that people love. You know, obviously people will keep coming back and they'll purchase so that's important uh, to know why these people coming back and bringing revenue in. But tell us a little bit more about how to understand um, kind of like what a profitable cost uh, per acquisition is. Yeah, well, I think I think one thing you touched on is that people don't just usually buy from a brand once. Right. Um, if if that's the case, uh, it's pretty easy to to find your LTV. It's that one purchase, so then you're good. Um, but <laughs> As we know, and, and as you probably are in your you know personal life, you probably have a couple brands, whether it's clothes or food or or uh, you know uh, music, anything like that, um, or technology. Obviously, uh, you know uh, you probably buy several times throughout your lifetime with them, um, and so it's important to know how much you know those people are worth in terms of revenue, how much revenue they're bringing in for your business. Um, but this also starts to help you understand what a profitable cost per acquisition is um, and really understanding, uh, you know, how much you can put into uh, your ad campaigns and, and what your, you know, what your break even point is and how much you need to actually uh, spend to get a customer and knowing that it's going to be profitable over the lifetime. So when you're running ads and let's just say you're breaking even on Google ads, but you're only acquiring new customers. Are you profitable? Right. Yeah, right? it's it's it maybe probably <laughs> assuming that a portion of those people are coming back and purchasing later on, whether it's the same product or it's accessories for that product or service and maintenance for that product. Yeah. They're coming back and and spending more money with you. You've already acquired them once. You've already paid for that. Now you're just making profit every time they come back and purchase for the most part. Yeah. So what about? What about customer retention? How do we deal with that? Well, yeah, I think that's that's to the point of, you know, when people are coming back and purchasing, you're putting likely money into your marketing to email them, to uh, have your sales team give them a call, to, uh, you know, uh, you know, do, you know, uh, certain uh, 
uh, sales and promotions to those customers, right? And so you can kind of get an understanding of how much money you should be putting into your customer retention and, and actually being able to measure that. And I think that's really important. You know, a lot of people, uh, I, I know we, you know, we'll do certain things for our current, current clients. And, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, doing some, you know, uh, value add work for free or, um, you know, uh, anything like that or spending some extra time um, really helps grow that lifetime value. And we can actually measure how much uh, we should be putting into that for each one of our clients. And, and, and people should be doing that for their, for, for their customers. It's, and so they know that, hey, we're, we're spending way too much money on, out, or on, on our email platform or email service or whatever, um, and, or, or whatever you're doing, um, and being able to just shift that budget back into acquiring new customers. See, I knew you had a little bit more. <clears throat> That's why you're talking about repeat customers. I got to use that keyword retention. Yeah. Um, all right, good. So that begs the question, how? How do you get uh, your LTV for yeah. your, your e-commerce site? How do you get it going? Yeah, that, that's a good question. I think this is this is can get a little technical, so please uh, bear with me. Um, but you know, if you're using Shopify uh, or or like a WooCommerce, they kind of give you a, an overall um, LTV, and and you know, the most simple way to do that is take all the revenue that you've made and divide it by the customers, the number of customers of unique customers that you have, and that would give you a number, right? But well, what we found is that that's not super accurate based on several different factors. So, you know, one of the things that we're going to do here is uh, there's there's a lot of different models to, to actually calculate your lifetime value within uh, your e-commerce site. But one of the easy ones that we can get started with is first download your customer data. Uh, you know, let's do some spreadsheet work here. And, and basically what you want to start doing is numbering each one of your customers on a scale um, could be one to three or one to five. And the, the different factors that you want to look at is how many orders. So there's going to be a certain amount of people who've order, only ordered once, a certain amount of people who've ordered between two and maybe five times, and a certain amount of people who've ordered maybe five plus or five to ten. And you can keep going on based on you know what your data is telling you. Uh, the total revenue, uh, because not all orders are equal, right? There's different average order values. So the total revenue that that uh, customer has actually um, given you or, or made you. And then the recency of their last purchase. So keeping that in, in mind, uh, especially when you look at from their very first purchase. And that starts to give you an idea of your, uh, <clears throat> of your repeat uh, purchase rate, as well as just consumer behavior within your own customers. How often are they buying? What are they buying? Is it always the same or average order value? Is it, uh, you know, um, do they buy something this month and they buy three things next month and they buy one thing next month? Uh, you know, what products get them in and actually keep them coming back? So there's a lot of data you can pull from this. And, uh, and sorry to get off of the tangent, but um, basically the recency of the last purchase is the other ranking. Um, and from here, what you're going to do is create a weighted average of those rankings and start to segment them into low, average, and high uh, LTV groups. And this will start to tell you, okay, the people who are buying, you know, maybe the least amount of orders, the least amount of revenue or average order value, and maybe their, their last purchase was over a year ago. And that 
that's not very recent, right? So that's your low group, and maybe they're worth an LTV of you know $100. But then your middle one, they're buying a handful of times. Uh, they are you know purchased in the last six months, and their average order value is slightly higher than the other group. You know their their LTV is is maybe. Uh, you know, $225. And, and then you got your high ones who maybe purchase a lot, of, you know, every month or they're huge quantities, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe their recency is pretty recent. Maybe their, their LTV is more than like the $600 or $700 range. That starts to give you an idea of those different groups and how to segment them. What about, I hate to take this on a little sidebar real quick, but... Um, you know, you talk about ranking or scaling, you know, your customers between one to three or one to five um, and seeing a little bit more information about that. But, you know, with this sidebar, is there more audience information you could actually gather from that, like demographics and things like that to actually use to target again to build up more clientele like that? Definitely. I think, you know, there's always going to be some limitations with the platform that you're using. So the default kind of customer data that you're going to get from a WooCommerce or Shopify uh, is going to be a little limited, but there are ways that you can start to add in there, especially from paid media that you can kind of filter through uh, using UTMs and hidden form fields. Um, but filter that through to give you channel data, to give you uh, uh, audience and demographic data, keyword data, and that allows you to start to match your LTV by persona. Uh, you probably already have some good ideas of how that's working yeah. and what your persona's actually LTV is, but this helps kind of match and, and be data backed completely and starts to you thinking of ideas of how to, and we're getting a little bit ahead here, but to uh, use that data to actually change your marketing for those different audience segments. Awesome. Now, what about things like uh, a lot of e-commerce sites, have seasonal yeah right they're seasonal so there are sales around like black friday cyber monday and all other types of holidays how do we factor in seasonality yeah that, that's a great question so what's really cool about this is when you're doing this type of analysis you can pull and part of the analysis pulling first-time customers you kind of have to see their first time that they purchased um and and uh what you'll probably see, especially like you said, a lot of e-commerce brands get maybe 20 to 30% of their revenue you know, in the holidays between November and December. And because of that, they're probably seeing a lot of new customers during that time, right? First time purchasers, they just heard about the brand and or maybe they just figured that now's the right time to buy from them. And so they see a lot of first time purchasers throughout that time. And so what's really cool is being able to see uh, during each kind of uh, seasonal you know, cycle, how many first-time purchases are you getting? How many new are you acquiring? And then the next year being able to actually look back and say, how many of them that we, how many new customers that we acquired in November and December actually came back and purchased again? Is that worth it? Was that ROI worth it from the ad, for the, for the budget we put towards ads in November and December? And that's a really fun way to kind of look and see and see that growth over several years. Um, and, and really using that data for the people who didn't come back and purchase, ask them why not. Is this, was just a gift for somebody that, you know, you're, you don't buy for very often? Is it, um, you know, is it because 
you know, it's it's they're an expensive luxury is you know luxury products that they maybe can only afford once a year, um, and, and you can do a lot with this, and you can upload that list to like a Facebook and and target or you know display campaign and target those people with a specific offer to come back and get their second purchase. You can do the same thing with emails, and you know, like I said, you can use a, a survey to ask them why they haven't come back yet. Um, and say, hey, you know, did you not like our product? Was it too expensive? Do, was this just a gift for someone? Uh, and that really helps you get some feedback on your product and your marketing. And uh, the one key thing there is is don't email or reach out too early uh, because what you want to do is understand that, that repeat purchase rate we were talking about earlier and say, okay, most people are purchasing every six months. So you yeah. want, probably want to wait maybe more like eight or nine months before you you know reach out to them and say why haven't you purchased it? You don't want to do that my month three when they're like hey it hasn't even been time yet. So yeah, yeah. So let's talk about a few takeaways that people can take away with them. Yeah. So the first one is if you don't know your LTV, your repeat purchase rate, or have any way to really track first time customer data reach out. Uh, Mega those can help you but and several other agencies but also there's there's plenty of tools and software out there. There's there's Shopify plugins that you can utilize to get some of this data but really being able to take this data not only under like get that metric, right? But understanding the different segments, how to use that and having an agency to actually get you to grow your sales and your revenue because you're able to now target those repeat customers or bring back those first-time, one-time purchasers, um, and then actually segment those different audiences to your personas, that's really the you know big key there that's that's important and, and what an agency like Megathos can do for you. Um, and really, you know, the next one is really just don't use this data just to like, you know, give to your investors. You know, we work with a lot of e-commerce brands that are trying to get funding. Don't just give this to your investors and file it away with all of your other reports. Uh, use this data, like I said, to more granularly segment your customers. Use for lists such as like emails or ads. Uh, you know, really improve your marketing, grow your customer retention, improve your higher uh, order average order values, uh, and maybe get some feedback on your product and brand. Um, and you know, one one cool thing that you know we've seen too is anytime you have that spike in sales, like a holiday season, go back and actually look at the the uh, the lifetime value of the customers that you acquired during that time. Other things could be a Super Bowl ad. You spend millions of dollars on a Super Bowl ad. You probably get a ton of traffic to your site. You probably get a ton of first time, you know, uh, sales or, or customers. But do they ever come back? That's the real ROI you really need to pay attention to. You don't want to apply an overall average LTV to to a very specific spike in in sales. Um, other things are like influencers. Uh, if you got a celebrity influencer and you know you get 400 sales in a day, how many of them are coming back and see was it worth paying out that influencer? Um, I think that's that's all really important to take away when when you actually calculate your LTV. Very cool. This has all been great information. Um, is there anything else you need to share with us, or what do you think? <laughs> well, we have one bonus takeaway. Uh, you know, we, we talked about how important it is to know your, your customer acquisition cost. You know, acquiring a customer, a new customer is extremely beneficial to, uh, you know, an e-commerce brand that's trying to scale. If, if you're just getting that, you know, your branded traffic, you know, repeat customers coming back, you're probably just wasting your ad budget. Yeah. Not completely, but, you know, it's, it's definitely something you want to make sure you're getting. Uh, 
you know, uh, new customers, what you want to try and start doing is tracking new customer acquisition by channel. Um, this is really key and something that I think a lot of e-commerce brands are failing at doing and, and what B2B companies have really uh, done a good job with over the last few years. And this is a way that you can actually generate new customers in LTV um, and know where to put your budget. Okay, we know Google is great at actually generating new customers. Um, let's put more money there. Or maybe it's Facebook or maybe it's SEO or email. What is it that's driving new customers to you? And that is how you can really use uh, these metrics to scale. See, I knew it. I knew you guys You had a little bit more, and that's why I asked. Uh, this is great information, and thank you for that extra little bonus point there. Um, we are thankful for everybody tuning in with this episode of Paying for Attention, and we look forward to seeing everybody next time. Thanks for turning up. Thank you.